The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, the Amen. Amen. Today's At the Braita, Tanur Banan. It is one, two, three, four, five lines before they get wide. Tanur Banan vehemit ish o isha. Okay, what's the scenario that we're talking about? What's the Torah talking in that pasuk? Let's get the full pasuk. Pasuk says, "Ve'im shon nagachu mitemot shulchon." Okay, you have a muad. The muad bevalav rish menenu vehemit ish o isha. Okay, Torah says whether the animal killed a man. Or a lady, you got to kill the animal. I mean, don't think there's a halut between killing a man and a lady. Lady's equal to this. Kill lady, you're a human being, obviously. Put the animal to death, and the owner has to pay uh, pay reparation. What is that pasuk isha coming to teach me? If it's coming to tell me, you should know. That killing an isha, the sword, is the same deen as an ish. I know this already. Which means when it comes to goring, the pasuk does not make a haluk between ish and isha. If an animal gores an ish or isha, you have to pay. So when it kills an ish or isha, we know the dinim are going to be the same. So why does the Torah have to write Isha Ligabe Ashur that kills an Isha? What's the Hidush? To tell me I have to pay for the, 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 the animal's Hayab? The animal's Hayab to kill Isha? We know that already from the, the damages. Isha and Isha are equal. Ela Lakish Isha Leish. Oh, it's to me big Hidush. To make a Kish? To compare a lady to a man? In what sense? Ma'ish. Nezakad Liyorshav. Animal kills a shor. Animal kills a shor. Animal kills an adam. An ish. The owner of the shor has to pay damages. Who do you pay the damages to? To the inheritors of the ish. Okay? Goes to the inheritors. Who inherits a man? His inheritor. The children. Children. Goes to the children. So to af isha nezakea li yorsha. Hedush. So to a lady, you tell the animal gorda. Don't think that the damaged money is going to go to her husband. It's going to go to her children. So Lehakish, and we're learning now inheritance laws. That just like Ish, the Nizakim go to the Yorshim, his Yorshim, children. So to Isha, 
Nezakea li yorsha velo lebaal. That's a big hitush in the laws of inheritance. Nashi. Nezakea li yorsha velo lebaala. Right? That's the hitush. Besabar Rabbi Akiva lo yarit la baal. Hold it. But Rabbi Akiva is going against all the inheritance rules. Normally a law is that a lady dies, the inheritance money goes to the husband. And Rabbi Akiva holds of that, by the way. How do we know? The husband will inherit her. So what do you want? Clearly Rabbi Akiva holds the, the, the way the inherited line goes down is it goes from lady to the husband. So what are you telling me now? Hadush, lady to, to your child. What are you talking about? Amar Shlakish. Lo Amar Ela Bekofir. Listen, the Biyashvah didn't say this rule by every inheritance. Right. Normal inheritance is what? Goes from the lady to the husband. Kofir is different. Kofir goes from lady to the child. How? Why? When does the lady become ra'ui for kofir? After she's dead. A normal inheritance, how does it work? The lady owns the money. She dies. Oh, that type of money that she was muhzeket, she had, that type of money goes to the husband. But money that didn't come to till after she's dead, i.e. kofir, so that type of money, since she wasn't muhzeket behayin, so that type of money skips the husband and goes to the children. Vehavile ra'ui. Now, what is ra'ui? Ra'ui means it's coming to her. It's coming to her, but she's not a muhzak. Which means, I could have argued and said, listen, she's on a deathbed. The doctors come along and say, she's going to die. So already you can start calculating the kofir payments and say, you know what, she's already worth uh, $10,000 in uh, kofir. But bottom line, that's only called ra'uy. That's not called muhzak. And therefore the law is something that's ra'uy to come to her doesn't fall to the husband. Only something that she is muhzakit on. Look at Rashi. Ra'ui, velo mu'zak, vekai malan b'yesh nochalin, we have a rule, gemara baba batra, te'ena ba'al yoreshet, ishto b'ra'ui lavo, la'achar mitata, kebemu'zak lamehayim. Rules. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva doesn't argue on Hilchot Yerusha. You're right. Something that she had in her pocket, and when she dies, it goes to the husband. But something that was not it was Ra'ui. Coming to her down the pipe, but till she dies, it's not hers. That type of money skips the husband and goes to the children. Pasuk for what? That's the Hadush of the Pasuk. That's coming to tell me that. Oh, so continue the Gemara. Gemara says, My Tama, what's the reason? Amar Kera, Vehemit. Ish o isha, hashor yisakir vegam be'alav yumat, 
עם כופר יושת עליו. Because of that פסוק. This is the source. The source is that when it comes to כופר payments, we're comparing איש to אישה. And just like איש, the money goes to the יורשים, so to אישה, the money goes to the יורשים. רשי. מהי טעמה? אין כופר משתלם אלא לאחר מיתה, which means, now the Gemara is another question. The Gemara is saying, why is that so? Why is כופר only paid after מיתה? This is a different question. מהי טעמה is the question, you told me כופר is paid after מיתה, why? Maybe I could argue כופר already is given to her when she's still alive, when the doctors already assess that she's going to die, maybe already money's in her pocket. So the Gemara says, מהי טעמה, אגיד אשי, מהי טעמה אין כופר משתלם אלא לאחר מיתה? אף אגב דכתיב והמית, נמא דכיוון שעמדו הוא למיתה להשתלם מחיים. Maybe I tell you that once already she's assessed that she's going to die, maybe pay her when she's still alive. Who told you that coffin only hits her after she's dead? It's not a question. Good question, yeah? Look at the next Hashi. והמית. שור אינו בסקילה עד שימות הנזק. דכתיב והמית איש. השור יסכן. Which means, when do you kill the animal? You only kill the animal if the animal killed. I saw the Yisakel when? Vehemit. And only after the animal is getting stoned, then already it says you pay kofir. So therefore from the Pasuk I learned that none of this stuff kicks in until actually I saw the Yisakel. Umatai I saw the Yisakel. Davka kishemit. Oh, kishemit. Kofir yushar. So therefore, that's the Hadush of Rabbi Akiva. that the laws of inheritance in Kofir changes. Gemara asks, Uben Zakin, lo? Oh. Which means, what, only Kofir, you're telling me, skips the husband? What about regular damages? Forget about killing the lady. What about if a shor damaged the lady? So it sounds like, according to the Biakiva, in that case, the money would go to Well, it would go to her, and if something happened to her, it sounds like it would go to the husband. But the Gebarah says it's not so. Ve'atanya, listen to a story. Hika eta isha. Guy hit a lady. Ve'atzu yeladeha. Oh, this is the case. But she could still be alive, but you caused her a damage. How did you cause her a damage? Miscarried. Babies came out. Noten nezek ve'tsa'ar. Le'isha, well, that's her damages as nezik and sad, pain and suffering. She gets that money. Udme valdut leba'al. And who gets the money for the kids? You give that to the husband. En ha'ba'al, let's say the husband is not around. Noten le'yorshav. So you give it to the husband's inheritance. En ha'isha... Let's say the lady is not around. Notenet liyorsheha. What does that mean? Rashi. Nezik mitzah. Which means the damages for her, if she's not around, what would happen? Maybe she died. Correct? Not from the damages. She died, stop. Oh, these guys owe money. This guy damaged. Who do you pay it to? You pay it to her inheritors. doesn't go to the husband. So what are you talking? You see over here, right here, that there's no difference between Kofir and Nezakim. Nezakim also skip 
the husband and go to the United So why did Rabbi Akiva come along and say, Oh, Kofir, Hadush, what do you mean? And there's a kid also. I owe, somebody owes a thousand dollars to this lady because damages. What's the deen? If she's alive, I'll die, pay her. She dies, what do you do? Give it to their kids. Your shot. Oh, Rabbi Akiva, what do you do with that? Now just continue the bright. We're not finished the bright. Okay, what's the case? You have a shifha kana'anit. She was freed. Okay, freed a shifha kana'anit. Who did who'd she marry? She married an Evid that was Mishukhadah. Evid Kananios, that's who they usually get married. Okay? And what? Same story. She got pregnant. Guy came and damaged. Where does the money go to? Or Giyorit. Or let's say she's a convert. Bottom on all these cases, there's no relatives. Anybody that converts has no relatives. So now the question is, well, if she's alive, she'll get the nizik. If she's not around, where, where does that money go? So where do you think the money's going to go? You just hold it. Because I'm the first one that's okay. I owe the money, right? Now she died. There's no inheritors. I'm the first one holding the thousand bucks. I put it right back in my pocket. That's what the Gabbana says. Zacha. <laughs> the, the guy himself who did the damage, or the, or the owner of the animal, he's okay. Again, talk about where Giyot was married to a Gir. So there's no, there's no relatives, there's no inheritors, nowhere. Both of them died. Okay? Patur, minakon, shukodim, because he comes first. Ho'il ve'en la yorshim, kol ha'kodim b'shela ha'zakha. Let's say you have a Yisraelite married to Israel, regular Jews. No children. Right, then you go to the brothers. They, they have relatives somewhere. There's always, there's always a relative somewhere for that. But in a gear, there's nobody. Good. Now, Vedavka Nishtahlera Kodim Habala. Okay, now that she just goes to the side point. In the case of Nishtahlera, she was freed and then she got damaged. But if she was freed after the damage, then the master gets the money. But that we're not talking about that case. It's damaged. In the case of the Shahrur, it's gotta be she was freed. Now she got damaged. Now we discuss who gets the money. She's alive. She dies. But if she got damaged when she was still under the ownership of the master, certainly the master gets the money because that's part of his rights. Okay, good. Now we get to the question. Oh, stop. Put a question mark right over there. Which means, Rabbi Akiva, what are you telling me only by kofir? That what? Goes from the lady. She's not around. Children. It also goes like that. Short went, damaged the lady. What happened? Miscarriage. What do you have to pay? You got to pay Nezik. What do you pay the Nezik to? To the lady. She's not around. What do you pay the Nezik to? The kids. Ah, so you see what? The dean is by Nezikim as well. What did you tell me only by Kofir? Comes again and says, you don't know the case. You know what the case is talking about? Abalava Bigdusha. Big Rusha. She is divorced. Rashi. Big Rusha Askinan. Shumache. Notemni Rusha. Shigirisha Hara Habala. That's right. He's not an inheritor. You're right. Normally he would go to the husband. She got damaged. 
Okay, beautiful. She got damaged. Now what happened? She got divorced. Does the husband Yoresha divorce his divorced wife? No, that's what a divorce means. They're divorced. So who gets it? The kids. Normally, Nizakim would go to the husband like a regular Yerusha. Happens to be in this scenario, they got divorced. They got divorced. What do you want from the husband? Right? Also, come out as a question. Oh, wait, they got divorced. Now you have another problem. Amre. Yerusha. Who gets the money for the kids to miscarry? The husband, we said. It seems that the miscarriage, which is the value of the kids, the Torah rewarded the husband because he's the husband. So therefore, that's one of the uh, advantages of having a ishut, of a marriage, where the money of, let's say, the dead children, God forbid, is going to the... To the husband. That's like a perk the Torah gave the husband because he's married, let's say. But wait, if you were in the case they got divorced, then you should split the Mevadu. She should get. He doesn't have that perk of a, I'm married, therefore I get the Mevadu. You're not married, by the way. So therefore, it should change the Mevadu calculation. What did you tell me that the Mevadu? The Mevadu, give it all to the husband. There's a pain and suffering and all that money, give it to the lady. Okay, good. But there's dead babies here. Well, who gets the value that, uh, let's say they estimate the babies, however they can get $500. Give the whole 500 to their husband. Why? All right, the Torah says uh, he's the husband, whatever you want to see. Okay? So that's right, they got divorced. So why, 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 why should he get the whole, the whole money? Split it, 250, 250. Yeah? So that's a good question. Listen, the Torah gives the money of the kids to the Baal Afilu Ba'aleha Biznut. It's got nothing to do with the fact that he was married. Torah gives the Demev Valdut to the father, not to the husband. Because even if he had Znut with this lady, without Kopan Kedushin, and she had children, the children, something happened to them. He gets the money. My ta'ama, amar kira ka'ashir yashit alav ba'ala isha. Finished. Which means it goes after the ba'ala isha, even without a, uh, it goes on the bo'il. Ba'ala isha, the one that was bo'il. Not necessarily chupavik edushim. Therefore, even though it was a divorce, he's still the bo'il. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't weaken his uh, position of bo'il. He gets it. Good. I could have gave you another answer over here. What did you have to get involved with a divorce case? You're trying to answer me Nizikin, right? Oh, the divorce. So therefore the money goes from her to her Yorshi. Good. It works. But you didn't gotta get you could have gave a case where they're still married. And it goes to the Yoshi. Oh, how do you do that? Gemara says, Venuk Milrava Kegon Shegavu Maot, Urav Nahman Kegon Shegavu Karka. It's Machloket Ravan Rav Nahman, not here, by a case of a Bechor. Let's discuss that. Bechor, first one. What does the Torah say? 
gets double. Right? Simple case. Father dodge Whatever assets he has already in the pot, Bechor gets double share, and then you split the rest up equally. Right? Let's say the father's owed, owed stuff. Well, it's not in the pot, actually, at the time of death. It's, it's on the way. Right? So there's a Mahlouk Ravan of Nachman. Do you consider the money that's owed in the pot already that the Bechor will get double? Or do you say, no, no, that's, that's already wasn't here. And therefore, everybody's equal. The Mahlouk, it works like this. One shita holds, the father lent money. Right? If the guy pays back in money, that's considered it was here already. Because he's giving back what he got, it's like it's here. But if he gives back karka, if he pays back in karka, oh, I lent you money, baby karka, a different item. Others say, no, adraba. That karka, since there's a shi'abur on it, it's as if what? It's here already. Therefore, when the borrower pays back karka, we consider it as if it was in the pot already at the time of death. Therefore, the bechor, pishenayim. Good. Let's apply that by the case of Nezikim. And we'll apply it like this. Gemara says, Rava says, Gabu Karka, let's say they got paid, these Yorshim. They got paid in real estate, Yeshlo. It's theirs, meaning Yeshlo, meaning he gets double portion. Gabu Ma'ot Indo. But he owes my money, no. If he got paid in money, since he lent money, and he got money, it's like he's getting his money back. Oh, so therefore the Gemara is saying, let's learn the case over here where what? They're married. What? Who's married? You have a guy that's married to a lady. An animal came and gored her. What happened? The Veladim came out and died. So would you tell me, oh, the Valadim go to the husband. Okay, leave that, that we know. But who gets the Nezik and the Tsar? She gets it. And if she's not around, give it to the kids. Oh, you know why? Because I'll tell you already that the case is talking about, look at Nashi, Venuk Mele Rabbah, please, Nashi, Venuk Mele Rabbah. What did you got to give a case of a Learn it like whatever they learned in the Shitot and Gemara Babatra. Oh, Betin already took Maot from the Mazik. Even though she got paid. Mehayim, she betting, took the money, so already the money was by her. Lo adit bishtar. The Amar Rava, read next to she, gavu yorshin karka. Let's say the inheritors got paid in karka, bimalve, shelva aviyem yeslo bechot pishenayim. Why? Tavi de kimuzak. Because it's considered it was there already. The hai karka ishtabed le abuhon. Which is, that's not the money that the father gave, and therefore it's only something that's considered 
Ya'ui, something that is worthy to come. Which means, by Bechor, in order for the Bechor to get double, it has to be Muhzak. It has to be there already. The Bechor doesn't get double on stuff that is Ra'ui. So we have a Mahlokit, what's considered Muhzak? So one Shita says, if they pay back in Karka, that Karka is considered already by the Father, because right? it was a Shabur on it from before. Another Shita says, no, if he pay back in money, the money is considered Muhzak, because he lent money, and he got back money. And therefore, since it's Muhzak, what's the deen? The Bechor gets double from things that are Muhzak. Good. Then Abdul Rahman Amar, continue Rashi. Gavu ma'ot yeshto, dekhi muhzak tamesh, ade ma'ot tadvah, bihenu ma'ot tatu. Gavu karka, enno, de karka lo niya abiyem. Vahabi ra'oi, vahakhena meh. Here also, lukmer av nahman, kegon she gavu karka, de'ave ra'oi. That's right, which means, say the case is like this. According to the shita that says, money is considered muhzak. But not karka. Good? So say the case like this. What happened? You have the lady, she's owed money. Right? Betin came along, and they took karka. Go slow. Karka, does it belong to the lady? No. According to the shita that says only money, karka doesn't belong to the lady. Oh, if karka doesn't belong to the lady, when does it kick in? After she dies. Oh, what's the law? If the money doesn't kick in after it dies, it goes straight to the Yorshin. So therefore, you don't got to jump to divorce. You can give me a case. There's peace. They're married. Everything's good. Oh, she's not around? Go to the kids. You know why? Because Betin already was Gover Karka. According to the Shita that says Karka, she's not considered a... Muhzak. So therefore what? It's only something that's Ra'ui to her. The law is things that are Ra'ui and not Muhzak do not fall to the husband. They fall to the inheritors. So therefore, you could have learned the case like that based on that money that is owed Depending how you look at it. Is Karka the Muzak? Was uh, is money the Muzak? Give the scenario. According to the one that says money is the Muzak, the Beti took Karka. Karka is not hers, it's Raoui. Raoui doesn't go to the husband. Raoui goes to the kids. Why don't you say that? Kebra says, you're right. You could have said it. Amre, Rebbe Yeshiva answered, Hanimili libne baraba, Aliba de Rabbanan. Which means, that answer that you want to say with Bechor is according to the Hakimah Eris Yisrael. The rabbis over there in Eris Yisrael. That they hold like that over here. That they hold that why it's considered Ra'ui. And therefore since it's Ra'ui, it's not hers. Therefore if she dies, it goes to the... However, Ki Which means, Rebbe holds all money is considered Muhzak. Which means you're right, you brought me a nice machloket, but by the way, that's according to the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael. According to the B, no matter what betin takes, it's considered already the ladies. So therefore, if it's considered the ladies, it should go to the husband. That's why you have to give a scenario of divorce, 
where you have Gerushin, and therefore doesn't go to the husband, it goes to the children. The Amara continues, Amar Bishmon ben Lakish. Shor she'emit et ha'eved. So what do you have? A shor, Muad, that killed an Eved. Shelo bechavana. Okay, the deen is, if it kills the Eved, shelo bechavana, so you don't put the animal to death. The animal only gets sekila <coughs> if it kills with kavana. So since you're not killing the animal, the deen is patur mishloshim shekalim. Normally a shor muad that kills an Eved, the owner of the shor has to pay kanas shloshim shekalim to the owner of the Eved. But here, since it was done shelo bechavana, and you're not putting the animal to death, so therefore, there's no shloshim shekalim. Shne emad kesef shloshim shekalim yiten ladonav ve'ashor yisakel. Kozeman she'ashor b'skila ha'be'alim mishalmim shloshim shekalim. En ashor b'skila en ha'be'alim mishalmim shloshim shekalim. So it all depends. If the animal gets sekila, you pay the shloshim. The animal doesn't get sekila, you don't pay the shloshim. And in this case. Since the animal killed the Eved, Shiloh Bekavana, he doesn't get tequila, therefore the owner doesn't have to pay Shloshim. So that's the deen of the Bishamon ben Lakish. Amar <coughs> Rabbah. Now we give a similar halakha from Rabbah. Shor Shehemit ben Horim. Shiloh Bekavana. So now we have a Shor Muad again. Kills a Ben Chorin, a regular free man. Shelo bekavana, unintentionally. Patur mekofer. Let's review the laws. Normally, a shor that kills a person, shor muad that is, so the owner has to pay a payment called kofer. However, in this case over here, where the shor killed the guy, shelo bekavana, since you're not putting the shor to death, the owner does not have to pay kofer. And the Gemara says, Shana Imar, Hashor Yisakel, Vegam Be'alav, Yumat. In Kofir, Yushat Alav. Kozeman, Shashor, Biskila, Be'alim, Mishalimim, Kofir. En Hashor, Biskila, En Be'alim, Mishalimim, Kofir. Good, that's the, the rule over here. Now, we have to point out that if you remember, we had a Shita above. Of Rabbi Al-Azhar. Rabbi Al-Azhar learned the Rasha from the words Baal Hashor Naki. What did he learn from there? Baal Hashor Naki, that if a tam kills a person, so the deen is you don't pay Hatsi Kofir. You might have thought that it's like there's a Hatsi Nezik by a tam, so you might have thought that the tam kills there's a Hatsi Kofir. Kamashmanan Baal Hashor Naki, there is not. So the Rabbi Akiva asked on Rabbi Al-Azhar, Peshita, where are you going to take the coffin from? From the dead animal? So the Gemara said, no, he was talking about a case where the animal is not being put to death. Talking about a case where the animal was mitkaven to kill an animal and ended up killing a person. So it was Shalom mitkaven. So you would have thought that maybe you take Hatsi coffin from the animal. Kabash Malan Ba'ala Shonaki. 
Now, now obviously the beer doesn't hold of what we just said over here. Because here the Gemara is saying a rule. When the animal is not put to death, there is no coffin. Even if the animal is a muad, but killed Shalom there is no coffin. If this is true, meaning Kabir Hazar agreed to this, he would not have needed his old Baal Ashur Naki. Just say very simple. If it's a case of Shalom animals no Sakira, there is no coffin. So obviously you have to say that Kabir Hazar did not subscribe to this Dirasha was saying here. Therefore he needed his Dirasha of we can read that in Rashi for a minute. Look at Rashi. That was said above. He argues on this. The fact that he needs a pasuk to teach me that what? That if a tam killed Shiloh Bekavanah, there's no Hatsi Kofir. It's mashma that what? That if a Mu'ad would have done the same thing, he pays Kofir. Only because it was a tam, there's no such thing as Hatsi Kofir. Aval, Mechlal de Mu'ad Shiloh Bekavanah, Patun Memita, Bechayav Kofir. Understand Abil Azar? Which is when he said above, there's no Hatsi Kofir, he only meant by a tam case. Mashma, that in a Mu'ad case, in the same scenario, when it's kaven you're going to pay kofir even though the animal is not being put to death. So therefore, you see that she points out that Bil Azar argues on <coughs> Rava's statement over here. We have a question from a Braita. Abaye brings a question. Hemit shori et peloni. The owner of the shor admits. He says, "Listen, my shor killed so and so." He's admitting. Or Shoroshil Peloni. Or he admits, my short killed so and so's short. Hareze Mishalem al Piatsmo. Even though the guy admitted it himself, he's got to pay. Now, what has he got to pay? My love, Kofir. He's got to pay, Mashma, Kofir. Even though you're not putting the animal to death. Because we have a rule. When the guy admits that his animal killed an Adam on his own admission, the animal is not put to death. Rashi. Rashi says, Good. We're talking about the animals of Muad. My love, Rashi, Kofir. Even though the animal is not being put to death, why? Share Hoda. Which means, if a person admits himself, we would not put him to death, so too we don't put the animal to death if the owner himself admits. That's a rule. So let's review the case. Right, they came along and said, the fellow shows up in Betin, want you to know, Rabotai, my animal just killed the guy. My animal, that was a Muad, by the way. Oh, Betin says, all right, well, we have a rule. On your own admission, we're not going to kill your animal. But what? The deen is Mishalim. What, what does it mean, Mishalim? Mishalim Kofir. Oh, so Rava, your rule that you just gave me, that Kofir is only dependent if you're killing the animal, and if you don't kill the animal, you don't pay Kofir, you see this Braita is being sorted at. Because here we're not killing the animal, and still it says, Mishalim, Tira against the Rava, that's question. Gebra says, Lo. Damin, 
least said he's got to pay, he's not paying coffee. He's paying money. Which means, what's the difference between coffee and money? Look at Rashi. Lord, I mean, that would have said the right he pays. Kofir is a payment where you're paying a remuneration to the relatives. But that's a kapara. Right? Your animal murdered? It's an atonement. Which means, let's say the guy doesn't have money. Right? So he doesn't pay kofir. But the kofir is not... Uh, a punishment of some sort. It's a uh, uh, it's a kapara. The end kofir beloskila. The shor. We agree. Unless you're killing the shor, you don't pay kofir. Aval haha the itle nixe. In this case, over where the guy has money, al korhat meshalem damin. He's paying over here not for kapara for kofir. He's paying for damages. Listen, when you kill somebody. It's not going to be better than if he damaged the animal. If he damaged the animal, wouldn't he have to pay nizik? Wouldn't he have to pay for damages? So now when he killed, his animal killed, so we're going to say what? I pay uh, for the damages. I don't know. Make an assessment of how much a guy was worth, how much uh, he lost now by killing him and things like that. So there's two payments. There's corporate payment, which was a kapara, special dean, and then you have damin. It seems that when there's kofir, that's the only payment. But now we're saying that when there's no kofir, there'll be another payment, at least for damage. Okay, we're not going to make you pay this kofir kapara payment, whatever it may be. But I'm still going to make you pay for damages, like, 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 like if you would have gored, the, like if your animal would have gored the guy. Wouldn't you have to pay this shalim? Now that you killed him, would you want to pay anything? Well, see, we're not going to let the guy walk away. Well, my animal killed somebody. Oh, animal killed somebody. We don't kill the animal. Good. So what? Kofir, you don't pay either. So I just walk away. No, 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 no recourse. No, give it you'll pay, but you'll pay damin. You'll pay for the damages. Good. So there's no stida against Rava. Rava's din was kofir and sekila of the animal are interdependent on each other. We have sekila, there's kofir. But that doesn't mean if there's no sekila, there's no payment at all. When there's no sekila, the guy will have to make a payment of nizik, of damin. That's the way we answer the Brighta. Gemara says, wait, that's not going to be so good. Gemara says, Idamim, four lines, uh, five lines on the bottom, Idamim, we're talking about money. Emma Sefa, I'll bring you a question from the Sefa of that Brighta. What does it say? Emit Shuri et Abdo Shel Peloni. What's the case? Emit Shuri. The guy comes along and admits, my animal, my animal killed the shore of so, the avid of so and so. So he doesn't have to pay the 30 shikalim. Because again, what's the rule? Since you're not killing the animal, so the rule is, the only time you have to pay 30 shekalim is if you're putting the animal to death. But in this case over here, since he said, my animal killed the Ayyavid, so the animal is not put to death, and therefore it says, Eno al Okay, fine. 
That's only in the 30 shkalim. But if you're talking about that there's another payment, there's the monetary payment you have to pay for the damages, which means once already you introduce to me that there's a damim payment, that there's a money, a monetary payment. So just like you told me in the Reshav the Braita, that you told me what, that if a person says my animal killed uh, a bed horim, you don't put the animal to death, and if you don't pay kofir, but what do you have to pay damin? You have to pay for the nezik of the guy. Bottom line, you damage the guy, his value went down to zero. Similarly, in the sefa, I should say, when I admit my animal killed an avid, why did it say eno mishalem? It should say mishalem, mishalem damin. So the Gemara says, Amarle, so Rava comes along and says, I could answer you. Yachina I could answer you, Lecha, Resha Damim Vesefa Knas. If I want to be Madhik, I could tell you the Resha, when it said Mishalem, meant you paid Damim, and the Sefa that said Eno Mishalem meant you don't pay the 30. Shikalim. Which means the Resha is Damim and the Sefa is Knas, which means Mishalem Damim. Eno Mishalem, the Knas, because the 30 Shikalim is dependent on the Kila, but that's a Dohak. Miu, Shinuyad Yahika, Lo Mishanina Lach. But I don't want to give you a Dohak answer to say that the Braitha's payment is talking about two different payments. One time it's talking about Damim, one time it's about Knas. Therefore, I can explain you like this. EDV, Damim. Oh, now the Gabbana is going to say Big Hadush. Both are talking about damages. Miu, however, there's going to be a difference between when a guy admits that his short killed the Ben Horin, that he will have to pay Damim. But if he admits that his animal killed an Ebed, he does not even have to pay Damim. He pays nothing. Why? What's the, what's the difference? The Chaurah damages is damages. Kofir in both cases, you're not paying because you don't pay Kofir by an Ebed. Right, we know that. What do you pay by Evit? Shloshim Shikalim. But when you don't put the animal to death, you don't even pay Shloshim Shikalim. So there's Hadush in the Braita. When the guy admits that his animal killed the Ben Horim, Kofed there's none, because you're not putting the animal to death, but pay damages Damim. But when you did the same thing and said my animal killed an Evit, Kofed for sure there's not. Shloshim Shikalim there's not either, because you're not killing the short because it was on his own admission. And there's not even Damim. Oh, that's Hadush. Why not? What, didn't I damage the guy? Didn't I cause the Ebed or the owner a loss? Why isn't there even a Damim? So the Gemara explains, Miu. Let's tell the logic of the Gemara now. Ben Horin de Mishalem Kofir al Piatzmo. There is a case where a Ben Horin, if a guy, if a short killed the Ben Horin, on the admission of the owner, he would pay Kofir. Give me a case where if a guy admitted that his animal killed the Ben Chorin, that he would pay Kofet. We can't think of the case, because once he admits, you're not killing the, the animal. Witnesses came along and said, this animal over here killed the guy. So it's witnesses that are saying, But the witnesses themselves admit, we don't know if the animal was a Tam or a Mu'ad. Tam doesn't pay kofir, Mu'ad does. The Amar Mareh, the owner came along and says, what? The Mu'ad haba. 
So it's his own admission, not that the animal killed. The fact that the animal killed, we have two solid witnesses that are testifying that. We're just using the owner to, dis- to discern for us that the animal indeed was a muad. In that case, the mishalim kofir al piyatmo. That's a case where the owner pays kofir even though it came through his own admission. So therefore, since we have a case by a ben Horim, that kofir sometimes can be paid by his own admission, where there's no witnesses, like in this case, where the whole thing is taking place from his own admission that he says, my animal killed, mishalim damim. Oh, then I'll tell you, no kofir, but pay damim. Because since you have a scenario of kofir al piatsmo, I'll say that what? That when there's a total admission from the guy, you won't pay kofir, but we'll drop you down a notch and we'll have to pay damim. Which is, we're linking kofir and damim. Where there's kofir in a, in a similar scenario of al piatsmo, so in a total al piatsmo, there will be damim. However, Gebet, huh? No, we don't kill the, we kill the animal in the first case. Even though it's Alpi, Atzmo. Because all the, we wouldn't have killed the animal unless the guy told us it was a Muad. Which means, no, Tam, again, in this case, but you don't pay Kofit. But you don't pay Kofit, which is he's paying the Kofit Alpi Atzmo. The Kofit is Alpi Atzmo. Not the animal that he put to death. You're right, the animal put to death even if it's a Tam. But the kofir is only because he admitted that what? My animal, by, by the way, that they told about was a muad. So therefore, since we see a case where al piatsmo, there is kofir, so then I'll tell you that al piatsmo in totality, where he says, my animal is the one that uh, 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 killed and all that, there where you don't put the animal to death, because that's totally on his own testimony, and we don't put the animal to death on the guy's own testimony, that's the rule, but what? I'll say, at least you're going to pay Damim. However, does not pay, the owner does not pay knas on of the shor al Same case. Let's say two witnesses came along and said, this shor killed the Eved. Okay? And witnesses. Same story. We don't know if the animal is a tam or muad. The amar mare and the owner comes along and says muadava is muad. Lo mishtalem knas al pi atzmo. So in that case over there, the law is the owner would not pay the knas of shiloshim al pi atzmo. So in a case where you're not paying. We don't have a scenario. In a case where everything is happening by the admission of the owner of the shore, not just the Muad status, but the whole thing. So therefore, Ravah said a big hadush. That there's difference between Mishalem Alpi Atzmo by Ben Chorin. And Modeh al-Piyatzmo by Eved. When the guy comes along and says, Shuri Haraget Ploni, where the whole thing is happening on his own testimony, Kofi, there isn't, that mean there will be. But in a similar scenario, where it says, Emit Shuri et Avdoshin Ploni, there's not going to be Shiloshim, that's for sure, because he was Modeh, and there's not going to even be Damim, that's the way he's learning. There's a look between the cases, and, and what is it dependent? Because he's linking... 
Kofir al piatzmo, and saying like this: Since you have a case where al piatzmo you would pay kofir, so I'll say that al piatzmo you'll pay damim. But in the case of an Ebed where al piatzmo you wouldn't pay shloshim, so therefore al piatzmo you wouldn't pay even damim. They're linking the two payments together. That's the way Rabbah's understanding. Comes the Gemara and says, <coughs> Question. Matid Rav Shemuel Bar Yitzchak. Rav Shemuel Bar Yitzchak over here brings a question on Nabat's answer from a Braita. Right, third line of the Gemara. Matid Rav Shemuel Bar Yitzchak. What does it say in the Braita? Kol shechayav b'ben chorin chayav b'evit. Klal, I'm going to give a rule. Whatever or whenever you'd be chayav to pay if your animal killed the ben chorin, chayav b'evit. You'll be chayav similarly in a case if your animal killed an evit, ben b'kofer, ben b'mita. Whether it's kofer, whether it's mita. Now, right away, this Baita should pose us a problem without even getting into the question yet. There's no kofir by an evit. So what is the Gebarah saying? The parallel cases. Now, whenever you pay kofir by killing a ben horin, you pay kofir when killing a evit. So the Gebarah right away says, kofir be evit mi'ika? There's no kofir by when you're killing an evit. damim. Oh, so must be it means damim. Meaning, what is the Gebarah saying? That whenever you pay damim by Ben Chorin, example, where the guy admits, my animal killed the Ben Chorin, where we just said in the bright that you're going to pay. <laughs> Similarly, where a guy admits in totality, my animal killed an Eved, you're going to have to pay damim. Oh, Rabbi, you just said, by Eved, there's not even damim on his own admission. You're going against the bright, uh, so comes the Gemara and says, Ika de Amre. Some say, Humotivla, Vumifarekla. Some say that Rav Shmuel Baritzak asked the question, and he himself answered his own question. Ika de Amre. And some say that Ravah came along and answered the question. Amale Ravah. Ravah comes along and says, Hachi Ketani. This is how you have to learn the Braita. Kol shechayav b'ben chorin b'kavana al pi edin kofir. Oh, any time that by a case of a ben chorin we had witnesses. Okay, witnesses. There's nothing stronger than witnesses. Two witnesses come along and say this guy sure killed uh, 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 such a ben chorin b'kavana hayav and if we hayav to pay kofir. In a similar situation by an Evid, the owner would have to pay Knas. Uh, two witnesses came along and said, this guy sure killed an Evid. So it's parallel. In what sense? Just like if you had two witnesses by a case of a Ben Horin, the owner would have to pay Kofir. Similarly, if two witnesses come along and say the guy sure killed an Evid, he would have to pay Shloshim. Oh, 
And any case that what that person is going to be chayav the ben chorin where his animal killed the ben chorin shelo bekavana where it was done let's say shelo bekavana al pi edim by edim damim chayav which means the witnesses came along and they said already this guy showed killed by shelo bekavana shelo bekavana with sedin since you don't put the animal to death there is no coffin but there is damim payments. Be'evet shelo be'kavana al pi edim damim, which means similarly, where you had witnesses, witnesses that come along and say, "Oh, your shor killed this evet shelo be'kavana." In that case, since it was al pi edim, in the chenami you pay damim. Rabbah said, "I only say you don't pay damim when it's on your own." Testimony, which is when the guy himself comes along and says, My sword killed this Ayyavid, but your sword killed this Ayyavid, that's your own testimony. What's the logic? Since you never have a case of Knas Alpi Atmo, so Alpi Atmo, you're not going to have a case of Damin. Masha'enkin, when witnesses come along and say, The Ayyavid killed Shelo, there's a sword killed Shelo, Kabana. Oh, in this case over here, even Rabbah will admit that you're going to pay Damim. So there's a chiluk in Rabbah between if it came from his own uh, admission or if it came from Edim themselves. Let's read Rashi. Look at Rashi, please. Hachi Ka'amar, Kol Shehayav. This Rabbah fixing up the Braita so his shita will be uh, clear. When it says in call in the Baita, all that you're going to be hayab by this, you're going to be hayab like this. Not talking about a case where he admits on his own. Because when he admits on his own, there's going to be a difference between a ben chorin and a eved. Ben chorin, damim. Eved, no damim. Ela be'adat edim. Oh, the case is talking about where the edim are coming along and saying that the animal killed the ben chorin. Kistam kol ba'el din, like a regular case of people witnesses coming to bed din. Be'adat edim. When it comes to witnesses, there's no difference between testifying on a ben chorin that the animal killed or te'evet. The witnesses come along and say, the animal killed bekavana ben chorin at pi'aidim kofir. Kilomar, kol shehayab ben chorin kofir kegon bekavana at pi'aidim chayab dame be'evet bekavana. Very good. Good. Just like if Edim came along and testified the animal killed the Kavanah bin Chorin, you put the animal to death and you buy coffee. Similarly, if the witnesses come along and say that the animal killed the Na'evid the Kavanah, the owner will pay. So she should call him. Because she hayab the Edim the Kavanah bin Chorin, hayab the Kavanah bin Edim, it's an Evid. Because she hayab bin Chorin, damim. Oh, and any time that the owners are going to have to pay money, meaning not coffee, meaning which is remuneration for, for damages, what's the case? Meaning the witnesses came along and said, yes, we saw this animal killed this, but so you don't put the animal to death, so there's no coffin, but there's going to be 
Damim, Hayav Damim, Similarly, when they come along and say, your animal killed this, Hayav Shlomi Kavanas, you're not going to put the animal to that, but he'll have to pay. Damim, Aval, Al Piat but if the guy, if the whole thing was done al piatsmo, afagav the beben chorim mishalim damim, the eved patur. Why? Because we found this chiluk in the amrina, in the amranu. Ilu matzinu chiluk. The al piatsmo ben kofer the ben chorim liknas the eved. Good. Since we found the chiluk al piatsmo, the last chiluk is what? There's a case where al piatsmo you'll pay kofer. What's the case that we said, you pay where the witnesses said the animal killed and the guy admitted on his own that his animal was a mu'ad. Oh, so that's al-piyatsmo, that he's saying it was a mu'ad. In that case, you pay kofir. Again, without his testimony that it was the animal's mu'ad, it would mean no kofir. I don't care if you're putting the animal to death. I don't know if it was a time or mu'ad. Time you don't pay kofir. So the kofir is really being paid al-piyatsmo. Also, Rabbi was, if in a case where al-piyatsmo, you have a case of kofir, so in a total al-piyatsmo, Total way the guy is saying everything my animal killed, you know, you'll pay damin. Mashi'enkin by Eved al pi atzmo. With a similar case. Uh, the, the guy comes along and uh, in a, you don't have a case of al pi atzmo, meaning two witnesses come along and say uh, the guy's animal killed an Eved. And he comes along and says the owner, and my animal was a Mu'ad. In that case, you would not pay knas of Shiloshim. So therefore, al pi atzmo in totality, you would not pay damin. As well. So therefore, Rabbah makes a chiluk between Alpi Atzmo, where there's Damim by Ben Chorim, and there's no Damim by the Eved, Mashiachin Alpi Edim, they will, they will work out equally. I mean, Edim be Kavana, Ze Mishalem Kofir, Ze Mishalem Shloshin, Edim that testifies Shelo be Kavana, Ze Mishalem Damim, Ze Mishalem Damim. Oh, total admission from the guy. That's the way Rava squares off the subject. Comes the Gemara and says, Amale Rava. Rava with an Aleph is telling Rava with a hit. Which means you just told me a rule like this. When there's no Kofir payment, for example, the guy admitted that his animal killed a Ben Horin. Oh, no kofir. But you said what? There's Damim. Okay, so we have a rule now. I know I have a rule. That if there's no kofir payment, you have to pay Damim. Or let's say what? Let's say the case was the animal killed Shilobi Kavana. Right? Witnesses came. Uh, your animal killed Shilobi Kavana. Uh, it intended to kill the animal and it ended up killing the guy. What's the thing? You put the animal to death? No. So in that case over there, we said there's no kofir, but the guy has to pay. That means. Okay, that was Rabbah's uh, case over here. If that's so, that what? That there's a payment. When an animal kills Shiloh Bekavana, Isho Shiloh Bekavana Alpi Edim Neshalem Damim. God has like this. Let's say a guy's fire went out, Shiloh Bekavana. He lit a fire. You didn't control it properly. Unintentionally, the guy didn't intend to kill. So the guy intended to kill and you put him to death. And there's nothing to talk about. 
שלא בכוונה, איסור שלא בכוונה, על פי עדים. That means what? The עדים מתאז לו, this guy lit a fire בפשיעה. He was reckless. But again, he didn't intend to, to kill the guy. So still the deen should be Nishalim Damim. He should have to pay Damim for the Nerag. Because again, there is no Kofir. There is no Kofir. is only when an animal gores. That's when the deen of Kofir was set. Okay, so there's no Kofir payment over here. But the Chaurah, there should be at least reparations. Now, who said there's not? Where do you see that Rava is saying that you don't pay? Which means he's asking a question. You gave me a rule, Rava, with a hit. Anytime witnesses come along and testify that what that the animal did something, Shilobi Kabana, oh, no coffin, but there's Damin. So this should apply to Ish also. No damage, fire. The witnesses come along and say, guy lit a fire, Shilobi Kabana, and it killed somebody. You should pay Damim. Yeah, maybe you do pay Damim. But where did you know Rava that you're not paying Damim? So the Gabbana says, how did Rava know that? So the Gabbana says, Ilema Niditnan. Maybe he knows it from the fact that we have a Mishnah. We saw this a few times. A guy lit a fire uh, on a guy's field. There was a Gedi, a goat, that was tied to the field. And there was an Evid that was next to the field. What's the deen? The Nisraf Besides burning the field, he burnt the Gidi and he burnt the Evid. What's the deen? Hayab. He has to pay for the damages of the field and the damages of the Gidi. Why don't you say that it should be Patur because you're going to kill him for the Evid? Because you're not going to kill him for the Evid. Because the Evid wasn't tied to the field, the Evid should have ran away. So therefore, there's no Kimne Bidrabamine. Pay for the damages of the monetary. Oh, Gebara says, Evid kafutlo. But if there was an Evid that was tied to the field, Ugidi samuchlo, and the Gidi was next to the field, then the Slav and the Evid and the Gidi got burnt. Patur. Now, what does it mean, uh, Patur? So we're understanding your Patur from paying from the Evid and the Gidi. This is the way we're understanding now. Patun means you don't have to pay for the Ayyavid, and you don't have to pay for the Gedi, but you'll have to pay for the Gadish. Now, I understand why is Patur on the Gedi, because the Gedi could have ran away. The Gedi wasn't tied to the field. However, why is he Patur from paying on the animal that was tied? Oh, so must be that what? That there's no Teshlumin on killing an Ayyavid, only in the place where the Torah told me there's a knas of shloshim shikalim. But in another case, for example, al yedeish, en narigato Torah nezakim. Which means, again, like this. Patur. What do you mean patur? You killed the heaven. You didn't kill it. The, the fire killed it. Okay? Let's go back to a case of a short. Let's say a short did this. What would be the thing? Short kills an Evid, what's the deen? Short kills an Evid, you gotta pay. Shiloshim. Good. Let's say the short killed the Shalobi Kavana. What's the deen? No Shiloshim, but you pay. Damim. If witnesses come, that's, that's, that's Nava's rule. There's witnesses that come along and see animal go to the Kavana, no uh, Knas, Aval, Shiloshim, yeah. So Nava came along and, I mean, Damim, yeah. So Nava, when Aleph comes along and says, hey, 
According to this, where there's no knas, there's damim. So then if your fire killed unintentionally, where there's no knas, there should be damim. Case. Case of point. You have the Eved tied to the field. What is the deen in the uh, Braita? Or is it Braita? Yeah, it's a Braita. It's a Mishnah, actually. Mishnah says the Eved the, uh, the is tied to the field. The guy should not be coming out when he killed. When this is coming along, he oh, we sort of got a lot of fire. And he killed the Eved. What does it say? Patur. What does it mean, Patur? Master Patur doesn't have to pay anything. Why does he have to pay anything? According to you, true, you're not going to have to pay shloshim because there's no din of shloshim by your fire. But what? The chaurai should have to pay damim because your rule is where there's no shloshim, you'll pay for damim. But over here, it's a case where there's no shloshim and you're not even paying damim because it says patur on the avid. Because why should not be kavana? Ishush should not be kavana. You put on the heaven in totality. That's the question that the rabbis challenging. Look at Rashi, please. Look at Rashi. Dibura matkil ihache. For further clarification of this, ihache de shorosh shelo be kavana al pi edim deleta beturat kofin mishalem damin. Since the case of a short, Shalom Kavana, there's no coffin, right? But he pays Damim. Kevach, he is Damim Limitat Adam Bimkom Shein Kofin. Because, Ishoname, the letter Beturat Kofit, by Ish, even though there's no coffin, the Shalim Damim, Shalom Kavana. Just like a short, where there's no coffin, there's Damim. So by Ish, there's no coffin ever by Ish, by the way. Guys, the Torah, the Hadush of Kofin was only said by Shor Shehemit. But Ish Shehemit. No. Good. So what? Since you're telling me that kofed, if there's no kofed, there's damim. So by ish, where your ish unintentionally killed. Okay, so there's not going to be... The reason why I have to say unintentionally, because it was intentional, then for sure you don't pay, because you killed the guy. Keep the rabbi. Where your ish killed unintentionally, where there's no kofed, obviously, there should be damim. Very good. Next question. If the Gedi was attached to the field, Good. Well, the Evid could have run away, you patur on that. Next question. If the Evid was tied to the field, the Gedi was tied to the field, Gidi, I know why Patu, because the Gidi should have ran away. Why are you Patu on the Ebed? Ha'Ebed mishum de'en tashtumim le'Ebed, ela bimkom knas. And since there's no knas of Shiloshim, so there's, right, there's no knas of Shiloshim on Ish. So since there's no Shiloshim, so Shilobi Kavana, there's not going to be Davin. the case is talking about where the guy went to the fire and 
lift their avid directly. Also, when it said patur, it meant you patur from the gdi for sure. It's patur from the gadish. You know why I'm patur from paying for the guy's field? Because you went and you were matzit the avid himself. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. You're patur, which means really, I could argue maybe you'd have to pay them. I mean, maybe in the chadamim, if your ash went and damaged shelobe kavana. Where there's no coffee payment on ish, maybe you'd have to pay Damim, like Rava said. Oh, that Mishnah said Patur? That's Patur because we're talking about when the guy was Metzit the Evan directly. Guy killed the Evan directly for showing me Patur from the gate. Look at that she. She says, third line. Ha, Marish, like Kish to Perekitzat, Kegot, Chesit, Begufo, Shit, Evan. Ikale, Hayuv, Mita. Vafidu, Agadish, Name, Patur, Mishum, the Kim, there. Vedrabamine. Very good, so we have no question. Oh. So also, but Rava asked the question. That means Rava knew from somewhere in the world that when a guy's ish damages Shalom Kavana, you don't have to pay on David. Where did he know that from? Is Ve'ena Meha. He knows it from here. Detanya, we have a Braita. What does it say in the Braita? Homer Be'esh Mibibor. Okay. We're comparing now, we're putting Bor and Ish together. Now we're comparing stringencies that Ish has over Bor and that Bor has over Ish. Homer me Ish, me bebosha Ish, mu'edet lechol, ben davar ra'uila, ben davar she'en ra'uila. Which when it comes to fire, fire burns things that are, consumes things that are normally consumable, like the wood, and it's also hayav on things that are not normally consumable, uh, kelim, and things like that, which means you hayav on all the things. Whatever your fire consumes, you hayav on. Which means, when it comes to a board, it's only hayav on things that are ra'ui. Okay? Certain things, uh, you be hayav on your board, and certain things you're not going to be hayav on the board. The ilu, oh, so you gave me a humra of ash over board. The ilusha ish mishalimit shelo bekavana damim mashe enken bebor lo ketani. What do you mean? You should have gave me a different humrah. You should have told me that ish you'll have to pay damim. Uh, for example, if let's say your fire killed a person shelo bekavana, if there was a damim payment, you would tell me. Ish yesh lo chumrah, shima ish shilcha, harag, adam shilo bekabana, mishalem damim, mashenkin bebor, because we know a bor, you patur, you hayav on shor, but you patur on adam. But ish, if you tell me if a guy's ish kills shilo bekabana, if there was a damim payment, we found another stringency. Which means like this. Rabba, I'll tell you my proof. Rabba, I have a strong question. Rabba, what is it? I have a question. You know what my question is? You gave me a whole cloud over here. You know what your cloud was? Your cloud was, my short killed Shalobi Kavana. How do I know? Witnesses came along. Oh, your short killed Shalobi Kavana. You put the short to death? No. Is it Kofir? No. But what did he say? But that means you got to pay. Uh, bottom line, you killed the guy. Shalobi Kavana, you got to pay something. Okay, beautiful. So I got a rule now. If there's no Kofir, does that mean gorgeous? Uh, you know something? Let's take Ish. Is there Kofir by Ish? No. The, Kofir, the rule of, of Kofir is not said by Ish. But I have a rule of it. I have a Braita. The Braita is telling me over here, you should know Ish that kills Shalobi Kavana and Adam, you don't pay anything. You know how I know that? Because I have a Braita that's comparing Ish and Bor. You know what? Ish is more stringent than Bor. 
Hey, Shereni is Hayav on things that are normally consumable and things that are not normally consumable. Mashiachim Bebor. You should have told me another stringency. You should have said, an ish that kills Shalobi Kavana also has to pay. Ish kills Adam Shalobi Kavana has to pay Damim. Mashiachim Bebor. From the fact that it didn't say that, Humra must be that what? It doesn't exist. And therefore, your ish that kills an Adam Shalobi Kavana does not have to pay. Damim, according to you, Rava, why not? The Chaurat shouldn't be worse than your Shon that killed Shiloh Bekavana that you're paying. So therefore, if your Ish killed Shiloh Bekavana, you should also have to pay. So comes the Gabbana and says, Dilma Tana Vishiyif. Maybe this Baraita that was listing the stringencies of Ish overboard, maybe it didn't list all the stringencies. Maybe you only listened to one of them. Maybe there's another stringency as well. That what? That ish shalom b'kavanah. That haragadam has to pay damim. Just because it didn't say it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, that stringency. Tanavishiyeb. So comes the Gemara and says, okay, you're right. Rava, when he made his statement that ish, that shalom b'kavanah, doesn't pay damim, he didn't make a affirmative statement. He was asking. Which means... He made a statement. We, we understood that. Oh, what do you mean? You don't pay Damim. How do you know that? We're looking for a place. How do you know that, Nava? Before you ask your question, you've got you to prove what you just said. No, don't learn, don't learn Nava like that. Nava was just asking a question. Based on what you just said, Rabba with a hair, that Shalobi Kavana by sure. There's no Kofir, but there's Damim. Oh, what would you say by Ish? He's asking. And therefore, He was asking the question, which means, in the case of Shor Sheharag Shelo Bekavana, you told me what is a Damim payment. Take a similar scenario, boy, not your Shor Sheharag Shelo Bekavana, but your Ish Sheharag Shelo Bekavana. And what's the two sides of his question? One side of the question is, well, no, since Shor Bekavana pays Kofir, so Shor Shelob Bekavana, there'll be Damim. But Ish Bekavana, there is no Kofir, right? If your Ish killed Bekavana, there is no Kofir, right? Because Kofir is only said by Shor, not by Ish. Similarly, I'll say, Shalom Bekavana, there is no Damim. That's one side of the scenario. Odilma, Kevan de Gabesh Shoro, Shalom Bekavana, Afagav de Leka Kofir, Mishalem Damim, Gabe Ishon Name, Afagav de Bekavana, Lo Mishalem Kofir, Shalom Bekavana, Mia Mishalem Damim. Or I can tell you, no, listen, Shor Shalom Bekavana, is the Kofir? No. But there is Damim. So I can tell you, Kofir and Damim are not dependent. Even though there's no Kofir, you pay Damim. So therefore, Ish, even though there's no Kofir Bechlau, but maybe you have to pay them, which means the Gabbard's question really is, is Kof, is Damim dependent on Kofir? Or no, do I say maybe you pay Damim, regardless whether there's a Kofir payment or not? And therefore, that was Rava's question. I got you what you said by short. You told me there's a Hiduk. Short... Two witnesses come along and say, Shor she is kahimit bekavana. Bekavana. What do you do? Put the animal to death? Pay kofir. That's true. Shor shelcha himit shelo bekavana. Shelo bekavana. 
Mm. So the Kavanah, there's no, uh, there's no Kofit on that, by the way. There's no Kofit on that. Oh, but you know what the Abbas Din was? But you have to pay now, not a Kofit payment, call it a Damin payment. Uh, you took the guy's value out of the, out of the world. The guy was worth whatever he is, and now he's dead. Okay, beautiful. So I have a rule. So Rabbi came along and said, oh, you know, it's interesting. I want to understand the mechanics of your Hidush. Because based on the mechanics of your Hidush, it's going to make a tremendous stuff coming out by a similar case of not but your fire. If your mechanics by Shor is ah, since the kavanah is kofed, shelo be kavanah is damim, then by esh there won't even be damim, because esh be kavanah there's no kofed, only tulas a kofed by short, so therefore esh shelo be kavanah damim. But if you say no, even though there's no kofed, I say yeah, but shelo be kavanah there's no kofed, you still have to pay. I'll say esh also, nothing to do with the kofed. The esh of a person she hemit adam again. Only we'll talk about one case by the way. Ish shehemit adam. So because maybe you'd have to pay damim. The Gemara did not have to be poshet this safek, and therefore the Gemara leaves it in a iku. Gemara continues. Ki atar Ravdimi Amar of Yohanan. When Ravdimi came from Eretz Israel to Babel, so he said. Kofir Matal Mudlomar. Which means it says in the Pasuk that if a shore, if an ox that's a Muad that already killed three people. So if it kills a person, so the person the owner of the shore has to pay Kofir. You have to pay uh, a penalty, you have to pay uh, it's called Kofir, a kapara. So the Gemara asks a question. Kofir, matamudamar im kofir. The Torah has an extra word. Im kofir. What is the im coming to teach me? Lerabot kofir shelo bekavana ke kofir bekavana. The Gemara in the name of Rabbi Yohanan teaches us a big hadush. That even if the animal kills shelo bekavana without intent, and the normal law is that when the animal kills without intent, you don't kill the animal. Still, the owner has to pay kofir. So the im comes to include a case where the animal is not going to get sekilah. Normally when an animal kills, the animal gets sekilah. In this case over here, the hadush is im kofir. That even if the animal killed without kavana, for example, it intended to kill this one and kill that one, whatever the case may be without kavana. Still the hadushes that you pay, kofir. Now that's, that's obviously arguing on opinions that we had earlier, that clearly said, if I'm not mistaken, it was the opinion of Rabbah, that said, the only time the owner pays kofir is if the animals get stoned. But if the animal doesn't get stoned, the owner doesn't pay kofir. Rabbi Yohanan's arguing. He says, no, from im kofir, even if the animal's not getting stoned, you still have to pay the kofir. According to this logic that you're doreshing the im, which means we have a law that says if a short kills an Evid, the owner has to pay a penalty of Shiloshim Shekalim. 
So that's only talking if he kills the if he kills the Eved intentionally. But since the Torah says im Eved, so maybe you want to be Doris even if it kills the Eved unintentionally. Rabot Eved Maybe you want to say that even if you kill the Eved that he has to pay Shoshim Shekelim And if you want to tell me, yeah, that's no difference. But Rishtakish said, that kills an Eved without Kavana doesn't have to pay Shoshim Shekalim. So the Gemara says, Amar Gavra, a Gavra Karamit. What are you asking? You ask me a question from one rabbi to another rabbi, and if you don't say you will pay, and the Rishtakish said you don't. You can't be asking me a question from Rishtakish. Rishtakish said you don't pay, and if I don't say you will pay. Kiyata Ravin Amar of Yohanan, Eved matamud lomar im eved lelavot eved shelo bekavana ki eved bekavana. And the Gemara says explicitly that if Yohanan holds that even if a shor kills an eved kanani shelo bekavana, still you pay these kushim shekalim. That's his din. Urish takish nameh nema mede eved im eved lo darish kofer im kofer nameh lo darish. Which means, Rishtakish is not donesh the extra word of im evet. Because Rishtakish holds that if you kill an evet, you don't pay Toshim Shekalim. The question is, is he donesh the word im kofer? Which means, we said now, according to Yohanan, im kofer teaches me that even if a person, if, if a short kills a regular person, a menhorin, you pay kofer. He learns that from im kofer. So the Gemara's question is, Rishtakish that's not donesh im evet. Is he donesh im kofer? So the Gemara says, Amri, Lo, Eved im Eved lo darish, Kofir im Kofir darish. Which means he makes a difference. When it comes to the Kofir derasha, Im Kofir is Doresh de Im. And therefore, even if the animal kills Shalom Kavana, the owner is going to pay Kofir. But he's not Doresh de Im Eved. The question then is, Umay Shena Eved im Eved. What, what's the difference? So the Gemara says, because lo ketid bimkom tashlumim. Kofir im kofir ketid bimkom tashlumim. Which means like this. When the Torah is talking about the Eved, there it's not talking about the payment of Shoshim Shekalim. There the Torah is saying, if the animal happens to gore a Eved, im Eved, there it's comparing, as opposed to killing a Ben Chorin, im Eved. So since the Pasuk over there is just teaching you Hadush in itself, that if it kills an Eved, but it's not discussing payment, so therefore, he doesn't doresh the Im Eved. But by the Im Kofir, Kofir is talking about paying Kofir. From the fact that it says Im Kofir, it teaches me what? That there's two payments of Kofir. Ben Bekavana, Ben Shalom Bekavana. But the Im Eved is just to define the, who the person is. And if the person that the short killed is an Eved, so if we're not doresh, the im when doresh the im kofir because that's why the payment of kofir ben bekavana ben shelo bekavana but sheeked the im eved that's just for information and if it's an eved then you pay for shim shkalim but the eved is for the information itself therefore it's not doresh so it comes out we have a fantastic mahloket between Rabbi Yohanan and the Shlakish the gabe ashor that killed a person shelo bekavana the din is you don't kill the animal in that case. Oh, but the Bihanan says, still, you pay kofir. The Shakish says, no, you don't pay, uh, 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 oh, no, the Shakish agrees. The Shakish will say, yes, I agree with you. In kofir, comes to teach me, baby kavana, shloba kavana. The mahlokit between them is gabe'a evet. The Shakish, the Bihanan is doresh also, im evet. 
that if the short kills the Eved, Afidu Shalom Bekavana, the owner has to pay Shloshim Shekalim. Whereas Yashakish says, no, I'm not Doreshti Im Eved. Mind you, that this is going against what we learned from the previous daf, Rabah, with a head that said, when you don't kill the short, you don't pay Kofet. This is obviously arguing on those opinions. Comes the Gemara now and continues. Vechen, Beben, Obebat. What does that mean? Let's say a shor, barmenan, kills a child, ben or bat. So the law is, again, you put the shor to death, the shor dies, and if it's a mu'ad, you're going to pay kofir. Also, legabe ben or bat. So Gemara says, and it's a befirush pasuk. O ben yigah, o bat yigah. Good? Tarubanan, o ben yigah, o bat yigah, lehayev ala ketanim kegedolim. To come and tell me that a katan is like a gadol. That just like if the shor, the shor kills an adult, you pay kofir and the shor is put to death, so too when the shor kills a minor, ben or bat, put the shor to death and you have to pay kofir. So the Gemara says, What do you need a pasuk for? I could make a kalvachomer to teach me that ben or bat is going to be a kalvachomer. What's the kalvachomer? The Gemara begins. adam be'adam. Which means we know Adam that kills an Adam. It's Hayav. The Hayav, Shor be Adam. And we also know there's a Hayuv. If a Shor kills an Adam. Ma kishayiv Adam be Adam. Just like when we talk about Adam that kills an Adam. Lo shena ben ketanim legedolim. Right? When Adam kills an Adam, we don't care what type of Adam he kills. He's Hayav even if he kills ketanim. So the same thing when it comes to shore damaging or killing an Adam. Which means, let's make a din. din. In this case, din is not a kavahomer. It's a mamatsinu. Mamatsinu, just like we find by Adam by Adam. There's no haluk between Gedim and Ketanim. And by shore Shemit Adam. There should also be no difference between Gedolim and Ketanim. So what do you need a pasuk for? We can know it from a... Mamatsinu, and furthermore, the odd kavachomeru. Not only that, I can donate kavachomer. What's a kavachomer? Uma adam be adam. When it comes to a man killing a man, shelo asabo ketanim kegedolim. That ketanim are not like gedolim. Meaning, if a gadol kills a katan, he's chayav. But if a katan kills a gadol, not chayav. Which means by Adam be Adam lo asa ketanim kegedolim, but what chayav bo ala ketanim kegedolim, and still the Adam is chayav if he kills a katan, even though it's not both ways. So I'm reading that story again. Uma Adam be Adam shelo asa bo ketanim kegedolim that the ketanim that kill a gadol they're not going to be chayav, and still what chayav bo ala ketanim kegedolim that if a gadol kills a katan is going to be chayav. Oh, sure, be Adam. A sure that kills an Adam. She'asabu gedolim keketanim. When it comes to the sure, she'asabu keketanim kegedolim, I don't care how old the sure is. Even if the sure is a katan, even if the sure is one day old, and it kills, it's going to be hayav. Enodin she'hayav ala ketanim kegedolim. Which means, in a case where the ketanim are patur, but if you kill them, you're hayab. In a case where the ketanim are hayab, meaning the shor is a katan, and he kills hayab. Enodim, he's going to be hayab if he kills a katan. 
And therefore, you don't need a pasuk to tell me, oh ben yigar, or bat yigar. I'm going to repeat this cover home again. Uma, when it comes to Adam, ahoreg Adam. That what? There's a difference between ketanim and gedolim, meaning what? That Adam that kills a gadol is going to be hayab, and Adam that kills a katan is going to be hayab, even though a katan that kills a gadol is not going to be hayab. And still, even though a katan that kills a hayab, Adam that kills a hayab, in a case where a shor that is a katan, even if it's one day old, I don't care. And what? Shor be Adam sha'asabu ketanim kigedol. We know there's no difference when a shor kills, whether he kills a katan or gadol, enodin shehayev ala ketanim kigedol. Or the most so it should be what? Whether he kills a katan or gadol, should be hayab. So that's the Gemara's question. So Gemara comes along and says, meaning what do you need a pasuk for? Either we have a mamatzinu or we have a kalvachomer. That's the Gemara's question. Good. Which means Adam that kills an Adam. That the Pasuk is lenient. That what? That we don't make Ketanim Kegedolim. Because what? An Adam that's a Katan is not Hayav. Masha'ikin assured that's a Katan is going to be Hayav. So certainly he's going to be Hayav even if he kills a Katan. So comes Gabran says, Lo. Imamart Adam be Adam. When it comes to the Adam be Adam, legabe this mamatzinu that you want to bring, I'll tell you sheken hayav barbaad devarim, tomar beshor sheenu hayav bedale devarim, which means you wanted to say. And what if an Adam kills an Adam? There's no difference between a Gadol and a Katan. So to a Shor that kills an Adam, there shouldn't be a difference. You cannot compare Adam that kills an Adam to Shor that kills an Adam. Because Adam is more stringent. Because Adam, that, that's a damages an Adam, has to pay the five payments. Nezek, Tsar, Shevet, Ripu, Iboshet. Masheenken, Shor that damages Adam, doesn't pay the five payments, only pays Nezek. So therefore, you're trying to draw a mamatzinu that just like we find by Adam by Adam, so too, you cannot compare them because one is more stringent than the other. So comes the Gemara and says, look at Ashi, Ashi says, Sheken hayab bin izakin arba'ad devarim, shashor patur mehen. So therefore, you cannot compare them. That's why, Talmud Damar, o ben yigah, o bat yigah. That's why I need the pasuk. To come and tell me that if the short kills even a minor, very good. Oh, this only teaches me that you killed the shore when the shore is a muad. Because the pasuk of Oben Yigah or Bat Yigah is talking about where the animal is a muad. Oh, Betam Minayin. How do I know I killed the shore even if it's a tam? Because we learned already that a short tam that kills an Adam, you kill the shore. How do I know if a short time kills a katan, you also kill the short? Kibbara says, back to the thing. Bidinu, it's a mamatzinu. Ho'il vechayad be'ish ve'isha. That what? A short that kills a man or a woman. Vechayad be'ben u'bebat. And when it's also chayad, we just learned if it kills a minor. When it came to ish ve'isha, lo chalakta ben... Lo chalakta bo ben tam de muad. Afkes shechayev be ben u be bad. Lo tachlok ben tam de muad. Mamatzinu. Just like we know 
If a short kills an Isha or Isha, do we make a difference between Tam and Mu'ad? No. You put the short to death. Huadin, when it's killing a Ben or a Bat, well, we know you're killing it if it's a Mu'ad. Huadin, you'll kill it if it's a Tam. Mamatsinu, just like we found by Ishbi Isha in Haluk Ben Tam the Mu'ad, that you killed the short. Huadin, Ben Ubat, in Haluk Ben Tam, it's called the Mamatsinu. We're just drawing corollaries between the two cases. They're odd. Kavahomet. And furthermore, I can make a Kavahomet. What's Kavahomet? Ma Ishbi Isha. When it comes to Ishvi Isha, Shekin Hora Kocham Benizakin. They are uh, weak when it comes to Nizakin. What does it mean weak? Which means if they damage, they have to pay. But if they get damaged by a Katan, the Katan doesn't have to pay. They're in a weak position. Gedolim are in a weak position when it comes to damages. They pay if they damage a Katan. But if a Katan damages them, they don't pay. So in, a, in, in, in humans that have a weak position, still you didn't make a difference that if they get damaged, if they get killed by a sword, you didn't make a difference between and Mu'ad that they're going to get killed. Ben Ubat, when it comes to minors, minors are in a strong position when it comes to damaging. Why? Because if they damage their patur, and if they get damaged, their hayab, Certainly we shouldn't make a haluk if they get killed. You're going to kill the shore. Which means, they are considered in a strong position, the Gabe payouts. The Gemara says in a different place, Getting involved with ketanim is bad business. Why? Because if they damage you, they don't have to pay. And if you damage them, you have to pay. So the Gemara says, be careful from the ketanim. So the Gemara is saying like this, Whereas Gedolim, Gedolim, no matter what happens, either way, they get have to pay. They hit the Katan, they got to pay. The Katan hits them, they don't get paid. So therefore, they get, uh, they, 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 they're, in a, they're in a weaker position. So the Gebarah is saying, if by um, Gedolim, meaning Ishve Isha, when it comes to Nizikin, Hora Kohan, which means we make them pay, and still, when it comes to them dying by a sword, we don't make a decision at the time that we always kill the sword. So certainly the strong ones, the Ketanim, that we're, they're powerful when it comes to the Nizikim Pim, that they don't have to pay. Certainly we're not going to make a Hiluk between if they get killed, Ben Tam, Ben Mu'ad, that we're going to kill the Shor. So comes Gemara and says, Amart. Gemara says, oh, we have a question. Vichy Danin, Kal Mechamur Leachmir. Which means when you're making a mamatsinu, huh? I found this over here, and I found this over here. Just like this is this, so too this is this. But I can only compare things that are equal. I cannot compare something that is more lenient, and therefore put a stringency on it. So the Gemara says, V'chidanin kal mechamur le'achmir, imechmir b'mu'ad ha'chamur tachmir betam ha'kal, which means, just because you're learning, now we know by Ish Isha by Gedolim, the Torah did not make a haluk between Tam and Mu'ad. Ish Isha, Tam and Mu'ad, if, whether the animal is a Tam and Mu'ad, you kill the animal. So you see, Ish Isha is Hamur. By Ben Ubat, the Torah only discusses Legabe A, Mu'ad. We don't see it Legabe Tam. So therefore, who told you that you can make a mamatsinu 
between something that is more stringent to something that is more lenient. Which means, all you see by, by ish isha, there's no difference. Tam and you kill the animal. So it's hamur. Ben ubat, you only see it by a muad. So that's more kal. So you can't say, well, if this is over here, ben ubat, what do you mean? Bechidanin, hamur, bikal, in order to be mahmir on it? Look at that sheep. Look at that she's language. Bechidanin, kal, mahamur, tam, memuad, lahmir, alakal, denemak, yechida, hamur, hayav, kal, nami, hayav, de kadarash, tam, memuad, be mamatsinu. Because she learned tam from muad with a mamatsinu. De katani, hayev, be ish, ve isha, ve hayev, be ben, u be bad, be muad. Tea, hayuv, de ben, u bad, be muadu, de khtiv. Because it says in the Pasuk, the Kamar, Ma Hayuv the Ishvisha, Asabotam Kemuad, Abben Ubat Nasabotam Kemuad. Vishtekar de Kayalif Tam Muad, you're learning the law of Tam from Muad. Muad is more stringent. You want to say, just like it's Hayab Muad, it should be Hayab in the Tam. Obviously, Muad is more stringent. So you cannot make a Mamatsinu from trying to learn from the stringent to apply it to a case which is more lenient. So comes the Gemara and says, so therefore the Mamatsinu was not good. And furthermore, Im Amart Bi'ish Ve'isha Sheken Hayavim Be'mitzvot Tomar Be'ben Be'bat She'peturim Min Ha'mitzvot Then you wanted to make a Kalba Homer. What was your Kalba Homer? You wanted to say, And what? That they're in a weak position when it comes to damages. And still we don't make a look between Tam and Muad. When it comes to Kitanim, that they're in a strong position. Certainly we're not going to make a difference between Tam and Muad. That even if a Tam kills a Katam, we're going to kill the animal. Wait. I'll tell you why it's not a good Kaaba Homer. You know why we're going to be strict by Adam? Even though he has a weakness to Gabin Ezekiel. But the reason why I'll be strict is because when a tam kills an adam, you kill somebody that was hayav and mitzvot. Because I, I get those hayav and mitzvot. Oh, that's why even if a tam kills a adam, I'll say you put the animal to death. Mashiachin bekatan, maybe, maybe I'll say a tam, you don't have to kill the animal. Because anyway, he didn't kill a person that's hayav and mitzvot. So then you can't make a kavahomet. Oh, my gadol, that is weak. Certainly, by Ketanim, that are strong. No. I can argue and say, break your Kavah Homer. Uh, the reason why Adam, there's no duty Tam and Muad that kills it, is because they killed a Bar Hayav Abba Mitzvot. Masechah Nekatan, no. Ah, because of that, you need a Pasuk. And that's what the Gabbana says, Tamud Omar. So how do you know there's no difference between a Tam and Muad by a Katan? Tamud Omar, O Ben Yigah, O Bat Yigah. It says the word Yigach twice. To teach me what? Nigihah betam, nigihah bimuad. Whether it gored in tam, whether it gored muad, meaning if a animal gores a, animal gores a person. Whether it's a tam and a muad, you're gonna have to pay. Nigihah lemitah, nigihah lenezikin. And there's no difference between mitah and nezikin, meaning, Ben Tam, Ben Muad, the Mitah, meaning if the animal gored as a Tam, you're going to put the animal to death. And also there's going to be Ben Tam, the Muad, the Nizikin, which is a Hadush, which means like this. 
Until now, I'm going to read this to you from the, uh, the Shonim. Oh, which means like this. We know that Tam and Mu'ad are written clearly in the Torah. When it comes to damages, Tam and Mu'ad are written clearly in the Torah. But that's only written Ligabe Ashur that damages Ashur. The Torah does not discuss Tam and Mu'ad Ligabe Ashur that damages Adam. We never saw Tam and Mu'ad over there. We saw Ashur, Shemazik Shur, first three times, Tam, Atsi Nezek, and next time, Nezek Shalem. However, the Pasuk of his Mechadesh, that Ashur is Hayab over here. If his sword damages Adam, and there's going to be the same haluk between Tam and a Mu'ad the the payment, which is a hadush. So that's what the Yigah Yigah teaches me. Ben le Nezikin, the be haluk, Shoshinagah Adam, Ben le Mita. What does it mean, le Mita? If a sword kills a Ben or a Bat, even if the sword is only a Tam, what do you do to the sword? You put it to the. So therefore, that concludes our our. So let's just review what we what we come out with. That's all the shaklam and tadiyah. Let's review the, the 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 bottom lines now. So what's the Torah's law? Torah will tell me you have a shor. It gores and kills even once. I don't care who it is. Gadol, ish, isha, ben, bat. What do you do to the shor? You kill it right away. That's the deen. Till we got to that point, because we only know from the Torah itself, Ben Ubat, that's by a Mu'ad. So we needed to learn from the extra words, Yigach, Yigach, to teach me, not only when the short is a Mu'ad, but even when the short is a Tam, you put it to death. Now, the Gemara tried to say, no, you don't need Pesukim, I can learn it from a Mamatzinu, I can learn it from a Kalbachomer, but the Gemara rejected these ways of learning. Therefore, you needed it from a pasuk. And furthermore, and furthermore, the first derasha that the Gemara was trying to teach us over here was that what? That even if it kills a katan, shor shenagach katan is going to be hayav sikila. Good, like we said, o ben yigach, o bat yigach. That's very good. That we're learning from the Pesukim. And we're also learning that not only when it's a Mu'ad, but even when it's a Tam. So there's two, two, two things we came out of there. Ben Yigah Bat Yigah Bimu'ad. That's the Pasuk. And you need the Pasuk. Because I couldn't learn it from the Kadachomer. And not only Mu'ad is going to be Hayab Mitah, the animal, even a Tam. How? Also from Yigah Yigah. And if there's been Tam, Le Mu'ad. Baruch Allah, Amen.